Hi, my beautiful people. This is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily devotion. We are here on day three, and I am so excited to be here. I have so much I want to share in such a small amount of time. However, I feel like it would help us all. It'll help you, and it also help me in processing exactly what is going on right now because, um, There's just so much potency around us. And I know that in the midst of whatever it is that you may be dealing with or growing through, it may be difficult to kind of see that. But I want you all to see that in the little details each day, you're being reminded, you're being rewarded, and you're being nudged as a reminder of how prevalent God is and exactly um, it's confirmation that you're on the right path, but also that you're in alignment and you're exactly where you're needing to be. And so I'm saying all of that to share with you guys that I have some incredible, incredible insights to share regarding my own personal journey of during just during the three days of this fast, um, what has already began to show its face as reminders and confirmation that I'm in alignment and that we're in the right path of where we're needing to go. So I want you to know, this is definitely not the time to give up on yourself. This is definitely not the time to feel as if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. This is definitely not the time for you to lose hope and to lose the optimism that you have built up. Continue to allow yourself to move in that energy of knowing that everything is working out for your good. Everything is going to happen exactly the way it needs to and you will not be left behind. You're not going to suffer. You're not going to be in lack you're not going to not have what it is that you need and before I even get into the daily devotion of day three of our fast I want to remind you guys of the personal mantras that you have been instructed to create for yourself that you should be repeating to yourself that you should be reminding yourself of every single day you should be journaling you should be writing in a sense of gratitude of what has already occurred what is occurring what is happening how God has already blessed you how you're already walking in favor how you're already covered protected guided and aligned and anchored towards your next big blessing so it's important for you to not forget that because all of this is working together for your good. And when I tell you about (laughs) how God has showed up for me in the last 24 hours, um, it's just a reminder that sometimes God uses unforeseen circumstances just to remind you of what he's already told you. Okay, now before we start, I want to start by repeating my mantra to you in case you don't have your own. Take the time to write this one down. If you haven't, if you have not heard the first day um, episode for our fast, please go back and listen to it. If you have not heard day two, please go back and listen to it. If you have not heard the introduction to the fast and where we are and what it is that we're doing and where it is that we're guided and how we are moving forward and what's the intent behind this particular fast, please do yourself a huge, huge favor 
and go listen to that as well, because it is important. It is necessary and it is something that you cannot skip. Okay, you just cannot skip. Now, if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have already been an avid supporter, listener, follower, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for holding space for me. Thank you for holding space for others. Thank you for continuing to move in such a high vibration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. You guys are incredible. I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, have no doubt in my mind that you're going to be victorious in whatever it is that you're dealing with, growing through or experiencing because this year is monumental and we are in the beginning phases and the final stages of our redemption year. So we are headed towards our new chapters and I'm so excited to record that episode for you guys. But this fast is This is a priority because we're needing to do this. This is something I've been urged to do. I have felt very strongly to do. And um, so this is where we are. Okay. now here is my mantra that I created and I repeat and I write down each morning um, as I'm journaling and getting my day started. Now, I will say to you guys, if you've been feeling like you have been tired, you have felt, you know, kind of drained, not really wanting to do a lot, just wanting to kind of rest Do that. Pay attention to your body. Your body is definitely trying to recalibrate. 2023 was not an easy year. It was an incredible year. It had a lot of amazing, amazing things happen um, that catapulted you to a new space. But it was a lot of energy expelled. It was a lot of changing, a lot of shifting, a lot of just overall uprooting and moving and all of these things that have happened and were happening. And so it wasn't easy. And it wasn't something that we just felt we could just do, you know, but we did. And here we are. And I'm grateful that we've made it. And we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to be grateful for. And we just have a lot of space that we need to occupy so that we're able to really experience life in a brand new space. Okay. We deserve that. We, we deserve the relationships. We deserve the finances. We deserve the career, the friendships, the health. We deserve all of the great things that we pour out. But this is definitely our opportunity to do it for ourselves and to trust that God is doing everything else for us. So here we are. But here's my mantra before we start with our day three. No weapon formed will prosper because of who it's aimed at. I am favored covered, protected, abundant, and in alignment with everything abundant and positively fruitful that God has for me. No weapon formed will prosper because of who it's aimed at. I am favored, covered, protected, abundant, and in alignment with everything abundant And positively fruitful that God has for me. I want you to write that down or repeat that back to yourself. Rewind that back to yourself and continue to speak that. Because the more you speak that, if you have not created your own, the more you are in that vibration and you feel it. And I have chills just, uh, it is just such a powerful statement. And a powerful sense of knowing 
when you speak it. You want to make sure that the mantras that you create for yourself are mantras that you wholeheartedly believe in. You want to make sure that you're positioned to believe in them. And you want to make sure that you write them in that energy because that is the energy that is going to propel forward when you repeat it out. It is sacred. It is important. It is sovereign. Okay, you have to understand that and know that no weapon formed against you will prosper. It is not because the weapon isn't powerful, but it is because of who it is aimed at. You can't be destroyed. You can't be moved. You can't be shaken. You can't be uprooted. You can't be nothing can be done to you that God doesn't want to happen to you because of how covered, protected, favored and guided you are. So when you know that you understand that, yeah, it may be a discomfort. You may be in a space of discomfort. You may be in a space of dis-ease. You may be in a space of aggravation. You may be dealing with a disappointment and heartbreak. You may be dealing with some type of fear um, because of something that you may feel like you've lost. But I want you to understand that whatever has been taken, whatever has been removed, whatever has shifted is only being replaced with something better, something bigger, something stronger, something something with the deeper capacity to hold all in which you are. Okay. You got to know that period point blank. That's just that. Okay. So here we are. We're on day three and guys, let me tell you before I start, I want to start with giving just a little bit of a pre a preface to how God is showing up. Okay. And I have a serious question for you. A real serious question for you. Have you noticed God around you lately? Have you heard him? Have you seen remnants of how true and real he is? Have you felt him? And I'm trying, <laughs> here I go. I'm trying not to, I'm getting a bit emotional. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. Let me drink my coffee. Hold up. Hold on, y'all. Give me a second. Mm -mm. (laughs) Because as I'm speaking it, it's just, I don't know. Maybe it was the mantra. Maybe it's I feel him. Okay, listen. (sighs) Have you noticed God showing up in your life in the last 48 hours? Okay. For me personally, I just I I absolutely have. Okay, let me tell you what has happened to me. Now I'm already going through growing through um something very very unexpected and interesting, right? But I feel indifferent about it. I don't feel scared. I don't feel like nothing's gonna work out. I don't feel like, you know, I feel like I'm good. You know, I I feel like I'm good. It is an uncomfortable place. It is a little nerve wracking place. It is a place that makes you feel like "Mm, this ain't fair, like something ain't right, like something. But my innate energy, who I am naturally is. Because I've evolved in so many ways, I can't stay in an energy of. Anything that's lower than my natural vibration. Right. So I'm not going to sit in an energy of uh, resentment. I'm not going to sit in an an energy of frustration. I'm not going to sit in an energy of 
dis- disappointment and anger and trying to figure out the whys behind something that just doesn't it, it, it isn't right. I know it isn't right. I'm either going to fight forward and fight through it or fight against it. And I'm not going to sit there and continue to try to to pick my brain at why something's happening. Time is going super fast and I don't have the time and I don't have the energy or the desire to sit and dwell in something that I can't control. So if anything is happening that I feel like I can't control, I'm learning how to give myself a little bit of grace as I process, but give it to God and let him figure it out. Right. Just giving it out. And choosing to have a blind faith and a blind understanding and a blind sense of obedience. When God says move, I move. When God says go, I go. When God says make this step, do this, do that, I'm doing it because I'm listening. I'm innately intertwined with where God has me to go. And I know that in every space he places me in, there is something there that I'm supposed to do. There's something I'm supposed to give. There is very little I'm supposed to take and I'm supposed to move forward. And sometimes you get into these spaces and you get there and you give, 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 and you get comfortable, but you can't get comfortable being the source of everything in in situations, spaces, and places. You have to be comfortable laying your seeds, seeing a little bit of it fruit, you know, of it, of it, of it become, you know, uh, beyond the baby seed. And then you have to be willing to move forward. And if you don't continue to plan and continue to be on this path of this trajectory, you get a little bit comfortable. That's where God comes in and says, no, you know what I mean? He moves you when there's things going around behind the scenes that you don't see that you don't understand. There's, there's, there's wars that he's protecting you from. There is entities that he's protecting you from. There are things that he doesn't want you um, to end up on the wrong side of because you've stayed somewhere longer than you're needing to. So the repositioning, the removing, um, the reestablishing, the uh, changing of the path is organic to where God is having you to go, but it doesn't make it even less disappointing, uh, frustrating, powerful, whatever, because it hurts. It It's frustrating. You don't feel it's fair, but I don't have the energy. I don't want to sit and dwell in it. I'm too blessed, right? When you walk into this energy of I'm too blessed to even care about it. I'm too blessed to even wait on it. I'm too blessed. You don't have the power to make me second guess God's capabilities because I already know what he can do. And I've already been shown what he's doing. So I'm good. You know, so it's that type of energy. But let me tell you what happened to me on yesterday. So I was I was sitting in. Now, first of all, this is a little bit of TMI in the beginning. I'm going to just let you know for the guys and for the girls, for whomever, everybody, whatever. But I am a naturally intertwined. I'm very naturally intertwined with my um menstrual cycles, right? The way my body works, um, the way my body uh, <laughs> is programmed, how it is. I'm very, 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 very aware. So I can note, I notice when I'm having certain pains, I'm noticing when my body is kind of changing in a little bit, you know, what's coming when it's coming, how it want to feel all of these things. And so um, I 
am naturally aligned with the new moon of the cycles, right? And so um, in a natural way of, of expecting, you know, it to come, I was very tired. I wanted to rest. I it just been a week. I wanted to just rest. And so I'm resting, but I get up and something pushes me to get up and just go to, I needed to go to the store and get some items, right? So I get up, the store isn't far. So I get up, I throw on some clothes and I didn't even throw on enough clothes. Like I didn't put on a bra. Yeah, I'm not that person. I typically walk at the house and I'm fully, fully together because that's just how I was brought up. You, you do, you don't know what can happen. Now I made sure that my underwear didn't have no holes in them. Okay. But I did not have a brazier, a brazier on and I'm walking. I put my, my, I got my little uh, crew neck on and I got my sweats on. I got me some socks and tennis shoes on. And I'm just like, I'm gonna run into this store. And I'm gonna run out. I got my hat on. I'm good. And I'm gonna fill up my car because I'm not intending to get out anytime really soon. But at least I already have a full tank in case I need to, right? So I filled up my car and I'm at the gas pump. Now, when I get in the car, first, like, there's no problem. My car cranks up just fine. There's no issues. I don't have any issues with anything. I'm good. I get into the uh, fill up the car and this is the second time I've been at this gas station and something has gone wrong with my car something was triggered to be fixed on my car after I got gas at this gas station I'm and I'm kind of thinking now like maybe I don't need to be getting gas at this gas station but um it's a Chevron but I'm like I don't know something may be wrong with this gas or something I don't know because it just triggers something with my dang on car so I filled up my car and then it's time to crank my car back up and it won't start. And I'm like, what the world? Like, and I instantly had this feeling of it's my battery. Okay. The battery sign comes on. Now, mind you, I had no issues with my battery. I've had no problems with my battery. It's n- nothing was wrong with my battery. Not even five minutes prior, but my battery goes out. And I have this thing where I'm a bit apprehensive of asking people for anything. I don't like to. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. And now I'm at this place. I have boosters, uh, cables in my trunk, but I don't have nothing to boost my car with. Okay. So I'm like, oh my God, you know, and all that's going in my mind is what my fiance has said about um, when one thing starts messing up, everything starts messing up and it may just be time to get a new car. And I'm like, no, I don't want to hear that. It's too much going on. I don't have the, so there's this guy that's behind me and I waited. I see him, he's pumping gas and I'm waiting, I'm waiting and I'm in the car and I start to cry because I am just like, oh my God, like I'm just really dealing with so much right now. I just don't have the capacity or the desire to keep going through this. But I, I'm like, okay, God, all right, all right. I'm gonna ask him. So I asked the guy and I'm like, excuse me, sir, you know, um, I was getting gas and I don't have, I have booster cables, but can you boost my car? My um, battery has gone dead. And he said to me, oh, I have something better. I have a um, something better than booster cables. Give me one second. And I'm like, okay, you know, I breathe. I'm holding. I'm like, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And he has a starter pack thing, this big, you know, thing. He has a big truck. So he has this little thing. And he says, you know, um, 
I bought it because my truck when the cold would just kill my car by battery and I got it and I've been using it before I um, got my new truck. So now I don't need it, but he boosted my uh, battery with it. And then he told me to drive around. Right. And I said, OK, but I had mind you, before I had asked him, I texted my aunt to ask her, could she come and give me a boost? Because she lives 15 minutes away from me, but she was in the bed. So then I was like, OK, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll find somebody. And then I asked the guy. The guy helps me. He tells me to drive around to charge my battery up as I'm doing the drive around. I call her back to let her know someone helped me. And she's like, OK, go straight home. I'm like, well, the guy told me to drive so that I could charge the battery up. And she's like, OK, so she says, let me know when you get home, lock the car, lock the house, you know, all of that. My aunt is, you know, she's very protective that way. And so I said, okay, so I'm driving and I'm just thanking God, like, God, thank you. But who, okay. So Friday, I'm going to make sure I get me a, I'm going to make sure I get me a new battery, you know, whatever. So my aunt calls me right back and says, your uncle said to come to the house and we're going to go and we're going to take you to get a battery. And I'm like, no, like, I don't need you to take me to get a battery. It's okay. She's like, no, your uncle said now. So I'm like, okay, you know, God, I'm listening to you because I do have a problem with accepting help. Okay. And this is one of my lessons that I feel like I'm growing through in this last year of redemption. If this last part of the year of redemption is me being okay with asking or not even asking, not asking because I didn't ask for help, right? I didn't ask to go get a battery. I didn't ask for anything. Um, <clears throat> I'm not crying out. My throat is just, y'all know that I'm, I'm coming off of whatever cold or whatever it is, but my, my voice is kind of but I'm not choking up. So y'all good. But I, um, I'm coming off of this energy of, of having to do it all by myself. And I, and my, my godmother said something to me, um, uh, right when this move, when I was, when I was going through things prior to the approval for the home, she said to me, you, you have to get out of this mind. I want you to think about what is it about your life that you feel like you always have to do it the hard way. You always have to have it the hard way. You you can't get anything easy. Okay, now, right now, I'm about to choke up, but I'm trying to hold it together because I think that's a message for someone else. We're so used to going through things and having to do it the hard way that we don't utilize our, re, our relationships, or our resources, or our friends, or our family, the way that we should, not even our partners, the way that we should, we think that we should go at it alone. And so much of my life, when I thought about it, I'm like, I don't have any reason. The only thing that that has happened is because, you know, when my dad died, I had to just be, but then I think about even further than that, I've always had to be responsible. I've always had to have, and it wasn't in a, tra a traumatic way. It was just, I've always being the oldest, um, a child, but also the third oldest of your of 21 grandkids. And then also the oldest grandchild, on my mom's side is just always, having this sense of responsibility because you have to right and so I've always been that way and I've always been in relationships or I've always had people around who I was able to help and they needed something from me they needed my love they needed my my discipline they needed my stability they needed my unconditional care they needed that so I always gave it and I always have this 
energy of I'll do whatever I need to do to make sure everyone's okay. But then it comes to me and it's like, well, what about you? And so now I'm in this season where people are literally like reaching and doing and helping. And I'm not even asking, but it's the, it's just God. And he's, he's really, it's almost like he's holding me down to force me to accept it because otherwise I wouldn't. I wouldn't even ask. I would suffer at it alone or I'll go through it by myself or I'll figure a way out. And with this particular situation, also with my fiance, he said to me, well, you do the same thing to me. And not recently. He hasn't said that, but he said it to me like a month ago. He was like, well, I'm not surprised um, that you I was going I was doing something. With my aunt. my aunt was <laughs> it was more it was furniture stuff. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm not surprised you, you do me the same way. You won't let me do anything, you know, and and now <clears throat> excuse me. Mm, that's so rude. I'm sorry. Now I'm in this space where I'm realizing. OK, I do do that. And it's not that I intend, it's not because I don't it's because so much of my life I've I've not been able to trust anyone to do that for me. And so here I am in this situation and God is like, listen, girl, you know, I'm driving. And my aunt is like, no, now your uncle said now. So I go, I'm driving, I'm being obedient. OK, back to the battery. I mean, yeah, back to the battery. So I'm driving. I go, I get to my aunt's house with no GPS because mind you, my battery, my phone battery was only on like 30 something percent because I hadn't charged the phone up. Okay. I literally was just going to go two minutes up the street to the store, come back to the home. That was my intention. But no, that's not that guy said, "Uh -uh, I got a lesson for you tonight, baby. Okay. So I'm driving. Okay. And I just, I'm, I'm not crying. Okay, I'm not crying at that point anymore. So I get to my aunt's house. I get out. My uncle say, don't turn off the car. We're going straight there. He comes out and he starts speaking to me. He says, I want you to know that you're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. You don't have to do this alone. I am married to your aunt. I love you. Your aunt loves you. And we're not going to let you go through anything by yourself. You are out here, you're doing it, and you need to know that you have support. And that right there is also a message for someone else. <laughs> this is what I mean when I say God sends me through things first so that I can share it with other people because other people are going through it or about to go through it and they may need a reminder or a little nudge. When he said that to me, I felt like a little girl. It's almost as if it spoke to the teenage me, okay? The or the young me who had just lost her father or the young me who was dealing with court case with my then husband. Okay? All alone by myself, couldn't tell nobody or the me who was at the hospital with my mom and my before he was my husband he was my my boyfriend he had just gotten shot he's fighting for his life and my mom is fighting for her life on another floor I'm going up and down up and down up and down each floor praying hoping that they come out of this for months I'm dealing with that no one knew no one knew going to work coming back 19 years old okay bury my father at 20 grow through life you understand It's almost like he's that part of me. He spoke directly into that version of me. And I then began to wail. I began to 
and my uncle <laughs> bless my uncle's heart my uncle is military okay so <laughs> so the crying and the emotions and the tears and all of that like I don't know what it is about the men in my life my from my my dad my uncles my fiance my brother <laughs> none of them like my grandfathers none of them like to see us cry you know I know that men typically don't like to see women cry in general but no like it's so different like they get so uncomfortable that they just want to instantly fix everything and so it's like um <laughs> so it's funny now but I when I look at it, I remember I, I just remember the look on his face like no 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 and he was like no don't cry it's okay like you don't have to cry it's going to be right and he's trying to tell me the directions to get to where I'm going and I'm I'm getting the direction, but I'm crying. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to. <laughs> and so we get to the place and my uncle is like, you know, we're trying to locate my battery. And so we go into the O'Reilly's. We come out. He comes out. I'm telling him, no, the battery's right here because he's like, no, that's not. That can't be the battery. I'm like, well, that's where I charge it at when it goes, when it's gone dead before it's there. And my uncle is like, no, like it can't be there. So he goes into O'Reilly's and he asks the person like for my car, where is the battery? And the battery is strangely, it is really in a complicated place under my hood. It is underneath. You have to take off my tire, remove my fender to get to my battery. Right. And so (laughs) my uncle was looking like, Okay, now I don't really know exactly where, you know, how we're going to do this, but we're going to figure it out. You know, we're going to figure it out. And so, (laughs) so this guy comes out of the, um, out of O'Reilly's. Now this is where it's, it's all God. Okay. Now, mind you, this guy doesn't work at O'Reilly's. He's at O'Reilly's getting a part for a customer he's working on car. And typically auto shops, auto uh, parts stores can't put your battery. They can't do anything that's underneath the engine. Anything that requires them to remove parts on your car, remove like, you know, different things that could cause damage to engine or anything like that. They do not do so. I have been for months since the situation happened with my car months ago. I have been looking for or wanting, desiring a mobile mechanic because I don't know. I was Googling them. I'm looking and I had a situation with a mechanic, which is my fiance's friend. But I just that just doesn't you know, that just that just doesn't. You know, whatever. So um, I. The guy comes out and he's talking to my uncle. He's trying to he's telling my uncle, you know, where it is and what we can do and all that. He's like, you know what? He was like, um, I wasn't I don't work here. I'm only here to get a part. But what I'll do is I will give me a second and I'll do it for you. And then I look at my uncle and my uncle's like, okay. He was like, you I said, you put it on for us. He's like, yeah, I put it on for you. I'm a mechanic, you know, and um, I'll put it on for you. This is what I do. And he was the way he did. He did it so quickly. Right. With no no hesitation. Also didn't want to charge. Didn't charge us. Said no. He works so hard. He loves to to help any way he can. This is something he does. He does. He just genuinely loves. He created his business. He's, He's blessed. He just wants to. Of course, my uncle still paid the man. Right. But still. 
And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to him and he says something. And that's how I knew at this point, this is God's confirmation to me. He looks at me and he said, I said, uh, my uncle said, she's been crying for the last 15 minutes. She's just been crying. And I was trying to hold it in again. And he was like, don't start crying. Cause if you start crying, I'm going to leave. I'm going to pack up the stuff and I'm going to leave. He was joking with me, but he said, why are you crying? And I said, you know, it's just a lot going on. It's just this right here was just a lot. He was like, sometimes life is overwhelming. He said, but I want you to know this. And he looks me dead in my eyes. And he says to me, you need to know that everything always works out. And he said, do you hear me? Like, literally, do you hear me? Everything always works out. Even when the odds seem to be stacked against you, like everything, everything always works out. So just keep that in mind and keep moving like, you know, that everything works out. And I stood there and I looked at my uncle and I, I'm got, I got chills right now. Oh my God. I, I just, I welled up because I knew right then and there. I'm like, that's exactly what I say. That's exactly what I've been saying. That's that's that it sounded exactly like I say it, but in another person and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And he was talking and he was laughing and he had this so angelic spirit. The spirit was so angelic. Such a angelic person speaking, talking, conversing with my uncle, got information, no exchanged information, said, if you ever need anything, let me know. I'm there. Um, I'm, I'm a mobile mechanic. I have no problem coming. I do this from the time I get up to the time I go to sleep. Like this is what I do. I'm passionate about it. I love it. I just let me know what you need. I'll send you prices if you want talking to my uncle, but he never once said he would charge anything. Didn't want to take the money when we gave it to him. He even wanted to make sure that once I got home that I'd made it home safely and that the battery was on right. Nothing was wrong. Nothing uh, felt out off kilter. Everything ran smoothly and then text to make sure I'd made it home and sent me this message that said. Let me read it to you guys. I can I um I can definitely understand that life has a way of lifing, but just remember remember it will always work out. It always does. And that was another confirmation of how I know God literally sent this man, sent this angel, right? To remind me of just how powerful and just how beautiful his spirit is God is incredible and he's in every single thing he's in every single day he's in every moment and sometimes we get so caught up in life and we get so caught up in everything that's happening and we feel like 
everything is just overwhelming and things are happening and occurring at a fast pace and we can't control it and we don't know what to do and we don't know what to say and we're in our heads and we're overwhelmed with all the pressure and we're overwhelmed with all of the things that are happening in our life and we're overwhelmed with everything that's coming at us at once and we feel like we're alone but this is me feeling like God is saying to us be present in the blessings that I have given you and I continue to give you every single day I'm sending my angels out hold on let me pull myself hold on (laughs) y'all hold on Uh uh-oh I'm sending my angels out and I've assigned my angels out that's what it is I've assigned my angels out and he's He's positioning you in places and he's putting you in places and he's arranging things on purpose so that you can interact with these specific people and these specific spirit that he is sending on your behalf. He's entering rooms now. He's speaking in things. He's speaking things into existence in the spiritual realm. Now he is aligning and co-chairing this whole experience with you. You are not by yourself. You are not by yourself. You think you're by yourself because you're so accustomed to being by yourself. And you're so accustomed to handling things on your own. And you're so accustomed to dealing with things by yourself. But you have to understand that God is sending his angels out you're not by yourself you're not going through anything alone you are not gonna conquer the beast by yourself you don't have to you've gotten your hands dirty long enough you've gotten your your pillowcase soaked with tears long enough you have gone at it alone too much you don't have to do that anymore He has sent his angels out. They're going to speak on your behalf. They're going to open those doors for you. They're going to speak everything you're wanting in existence. All you need to do is be there. And be willing to accept it. Had I told my uncle and my aunt, no, I'm going to go ahead and go home and we can do it tomorrow. I would have missed my blessing. And I would have missed God's assignment. But because I was obedient. Because I did not fight him, because I moved according to at nine something at night, I moved according to I was in the right place exactly where I needed to be. God put exactly he put me exactly where I needed to be right where I needed to be at that time. With whom I needed to be there with. So that I can see just how God is working on my behalf, something that seemed like an inconvenience and a complete disturbance because without a vehicle, I can't get to work without a vehicle. I can't get to my family without a vehicle. I can't get to stores without a vehicle. I cannot do a lot of things right without an income, without a without, you know, the finances, without a career. We cannot survive in a lot of ways. But the beauty of it all is that we're not doing this alone. God has already sent his angels out. That means that they are working on our behalf. We don't have to do the hard lifting. We don't have to do the heavy work. All we need to do is be obedient. Being obedient is where our rewards are coming from. And I feel it so, so strongly. 
just being obedient. Sometimes being obedient definitely makes you feel like there is all kind of targets on your back. There's so many things coming at you at once. Like, God, you sent me here and look at what is happening to me. And God is saying, I sent you there because I want you to be there because I got something to prove. I got something to show you. I got something to show others. I got somebody that I know is going to be obedient to my my demands and my commands. And I'm sending you there because there's so much that I'm about to use you for there's so much that I'm about to allow you to be used in in that space for there's so much that you're about to illuminate that you have no idea that you're illuminating and then I'm going to remove you and put you somewhere better this is exactly what's happening in our lives we have gone through the hardest chapters we've gone through the pain we've gone through the mishaps we've gone through the disappointments we've gone through the sadness we've gone through the anger we've gone through the hurt betrayals disappointments the lack we We've gone through it all. But now we're in a season where baby justice is prevailing and it's not because of anything that you really have to do. All you need to do is be obedient because you've done enough. You've done enough. You've been seeking validation. You've been seeking, you know, for an opportunity to to, to figure out like, God, where is your sign? I, I'm needing to know where, where, where the proof is in the pudding at. Where, where is my answers? Where is my reward? God is saying it's already in route. It's already in route. I'm using people. It's a chess game. And you don't realize how close you are. You don't realize how blessed you are. You don't realize how covered you are. You don't realize it. Stop fighting it. God has you covered. Keep going. There's a major uprooting and a major reestablishing that's happening. A complete 180 is being done on your behalf and it is going to naturally be transformative when it comes to your assets, when it comes to material things, when it comes to your foundation, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to what your heart deserves. Because you've been settling too long. You've been dealing with the same things too long. You've been allowing people to just walk all over you and handle and take and take and take for so long. You've been so giving at a deficit for so long. You've been giving just to be seen for so long. You've been caring, overcompensating, overcompromising, over being overly understanding when things never were fair to you. And now God is saying, I'm doing this for your good. You're not going to miss a step. You're not going to miss a step. There is nothing that you're going to lack. There's nothing you're going to lose. There's nothing you're not going to have. You are covered. You are protected. You are safe. All I need you to do is be obedient. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Just trust it. Just trust it. And that's the that's that's the message for today. And this has been an extra longer one. But I just want you guys to know, like, we're moving forward. Get You're not in that lack energy. You think you are, but you're not. You've already propelled forward. You already have everything you need. You already have that burden released. You already have this uprooting that's already taken place. You're already covered. Release the control. Release the idea of what something should be. Release it. Let it go. Because you covered and you protected and God got you. And that's that. That's that on that. Okay. So let me go ahead and read to you guys the daily devotion. 
Okay, and then we are going to close out this episode. It has been an emotional one and I wasn't intended for it to be, but it is definitely, um, you know, it's what God is wanting for us. No lie, no lie, no lie. Okay, so let's go ahead and get in prayer and then close out with the daily devotion. Okay. God, we thank you so much for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your nurturing. Thank you for your covering in every single space we enter and occupy. We thank you for the clearing of any obstacles in the way. We thank you for any blockages that may have been there to protect us. We thank you for removing them. We thank you for everything that you have allowed us to see so that we can come out better, stronger, with more determination and a deeper faith and love for you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you you because of your love for us because of what you see in us because of what you've planted in us we are capable and able to do so many incredible things and because of that love because of that trust because of this opportunity to serve you like we've never been able to do before you have exalted us in ways that we never could have comprehended prior thank you God we thank you thank you thank you for your love we thank you for your nurturing your protection we thank you for it all because Without you, there's no way we'd be able to conquer. In your name, Jesus will give you all the glory, all of the honor, all of the praise. And we thank you so much for your divine order. In your name, amen. I'm reading from the Moments of Peace in the Presence of God Morning and Evening Meditation Devotional. And it says, for the right moment. In the shadow of his hand, he has concealed me and he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. Ooh, Isaiah 49 and two. As for me, I trust in you. Oh, Lord, I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Psalm 31, 14 through 15. The excellent marksman does not waste his ammunition. Ooh, ooh. He waits for the right opportunity and then sends his arrow flying at the precise moment for maximum effect. You are far too important to God for him to squander your talents or misplace you. Oh my God. Confirmation. You are far too important to God for him to squander your talents or misplace you. In fact, you are so precious to him that he has hidden you close to him to polish and perfect your spiritual gifts. He is waiting for the right moment, the right assignment to send you soaring. Today, be patient about what God is doing in you and thank him for his timing and expertise. He has wonderful things for you to accomplish. Praise his name. Dear God, it is hard to be patient, but I know I can trust your timing and skill. Thank you for your excellent assignments. Amen. The evening version says true healing. Oh, God of my righteousness, you have given me relief when I was in distress. Psalm four and one. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and new wine. Psalm 4 and 7. 
Whether it is pain or paralysis in your limbs or an illness that affects you internally, health problems can severely limit what you can accomplish. The same is true for emotional and spiritual difficulties. Fears and regrets can torment you to the point that you feel trapped in your situation. In your own power, you can do nothing to set yourself free. Yet God can overcome whatever you are facing. In fact, God will work through your affliction to make you genuinely complete and help you fulfill your purpose in life. Therefore, trust him to heal you to the depths of your soul. He will turn your limitations into opportunities for surprising, surprising fruitfulness and teach you how to live in his comfort and abundance. God, thank you for truly healing my distress and giving relief to my troubled soul. I trust you to turn this place of pain into a reason for praising you. Amen. Woo. God, God, God. I love, love, love when it is confirmed and God does what God always does, which shows up. I hope that you know how precious you are and how covered you are. And I hope that you also understand that no matter what it is that you're facing, you're not facing it alone and you have everything that you need right at your dispensal. God is right with you. He is not leaving you. He has you covered. And not only that, he is preparing you for the next opportunity that is coming way sooner, way quicker than you ever imagined. You're more abundant than you ever could have even thought to be okay I love you guys so very much I love you I love you I love you until our next daily devotion please be gentle with yourself please allow yourself to take this moment to rest nurture yourself pray pour into what you believe in allow God to be who God is and stand in the knowing that he is all things for you you got this and he got you Remember, he's released his angels in your name, in his name, all for his good. He got you. Okay. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Until our next episode, be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. Bye.